I'm not really a revenge type of guy. You know how people always say they want to, like, prove the haters or the doubters wrong? I ain't really out for no revenge. But I'll be telling my teammates, though, that was with the Rams, if they see me, though, it's going to be bad for them. <laughs> From Uninterrupted, this is Dialed In. I'm Sky Dickinson from the athlete relations team at Uninterrupted, a place where we are always having insightful conversations with athletes from all over the world. On this show, you're also plugged in because every episode features a different athlete calling in to share their story about what's happening in sports and society. All right, let's get dialed in. Todd Gurley is the newest member of the Atlanta Falcons after being let go by the Los Angeles Rams and tweeting that he was being fired on his day off. Immediately, he has picked up a new contract with the Atlanta Falcons on a one-year deal. On the line for this episode is NFL superstar Todd Gurley. At just 25 years old, despite being one of the most accomplished running backs in the sport, Todd was released by the L.A. Rams this offseason, leading to a public dispute about millions of dollars in guaranteed salary. It's hard to believe that Todd Gurley signed a $60 million contract breach and didn't even make it two years. But what this all comes down to is money. What the Rams did, they didn't rip the Band-Aid off. They tore the stitches out. This week, Todd connected with his friend and our VP of Athlete Relations, Jimmy Spencer, to dig into his breakup with the Rams, his homecoming to Georgia, and why he's chosen to take his replacement under his wing. Listen in. Todd, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm good. Are you you out in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, I'm in L.A. Still out here, man. I'm not going nowhere no time soon. Yeah, I was going to say, I know we're all kind of stuck in place right now. And uh, I got to say, man, I'm going to miss you. I miss having you out here in L.A. I think that it doesn't it doesn't feel the same when I moved down here. I think I moved down here four years ago to L.A. from the Bay Area. Yeah. And obviously this has been your city. Uh, a lot a lot has changed in terms of, you know, where where you're going next season. Uh, but this is the one problem that I'm worried about for you is, Todd, you've become very L.A. And I don't know if George is going to feel the yeah. same, you know. <laughs> it's, it's very rare to see you without sunglasses. You and I actually had vegan ice cream before. I know you love you love L.A. What are you going to miss most about it out here? A lot of stuff, man. It's different. Like, it's always something going on here. You know, you got Grammys and all the awards, you know, ESPYs and stuff like that. But it's just always something going on here. As far as business-wise and as far as, like, athlete-wise or rapper-wise, like, you have to come to L.A. Like, you have to. So it's just it's just a different vibe. Gonna miss the weather for sure. That's gonna be the main thing. You can't beat California weather, especially um, L.A. weather. Yeah, that's for sure. I know that. When I when I look at your career, you this is now your third city you'll play in, but only your second team. <laughs> and so yeah. you came to L.A. because you're, you're only like people get this confused because you dominated the league. As soon as you got in the league, you basically were a superstar, but you were only 25 years old. Yeah. You came to L.A. as a youngster and now you're leaving still a youngster um, already after having been in St. Louis. What is it about Georgia, though, that's got you most excited? I mean, that's where it all started at for me. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, growing up in North Carolina, but, you know, that's kind of where I made my name, going to the University of Georgia, um, being able to just perform there. And, I mean, that's that's kind of what made me, man. And it's all my friends are there. You know, you make your lifelong friends from college. So 
All of my friends are there. I'm excited, though. I'm not even going to lie. I'm excited. It's like a good feeling, like a fresh start. But it's like you already been there before. So it's like a comfortable feeling of, of being able to just go back to Georgia, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the, I think the Falcons got better jerseys than the Rams. So I'm going to have to pick up. Well, uh, red, red is my favorite. Red is my favorite color anyway. Plus, oh, right. the way that um, the way that new logo set up, um, ain't no telling how them jerseys gonna look. <laughs> exactly. That's what, <laughs> I was trying to. I was gonna let you say it. Yeah, man. They, you you got out at the right time. It was twenty and a half million dollars punitive to cut Todd Gurley. With Gurley, my understanding is they're clearly in the wrong. They just flat out have not paid him. How in the world does this happen where a team just stiffs a player, not just one player? You've always been, when we've spoken, very level-headed about the business of football. And you've always thought and seen every decision that a team's going to make and what you're going to make and really understood that. With the Rams, like how soon back did you know that there was a chance that this would have been your last season with the Rams and that you'd be moving on? And kind of just walk us through how that all happened for you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, no one wants to be cut or whatever, traded or what or whatnot. But some things you can see coming, man. You know, it's just like just as human, we, we wasn't born, you know, yesterday. So it's just like at each season, I kind of always like not weigh my options, but just see what's the possibility of things happening. I'm like, okay, I might get cut this year, but I know it'll hurt the team more as far as like dead cap money and stuff like that. So it's just like, I wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, that surprised because, you know, just the way how everything went as far as like last year and whatnot. And, but it wasn't no, was never no tension like between me and the team, you know, still, still got love for, for everybody over there. Well, not right now, and I don't. I told them once I get my money. Yeah, you haven't got the money yet. Nah, huh? I ain't. I still ain't got my money, so it's really forget the Rams right now. I'm not. I don't even care about them. I told my ex teammates that they can't even text me or call me until I get my money. As soon as I get my money, then I'll be cool with everybody else. I get it. That's a that's a large <laughs> that's a large chunk of money, right? I mean, you're talking millions of dollars. You're not talking. Man, for sure. You're not talking about especially especially when it's already in the contract. So it's just like, dude, just pay me my money. Like, that's it. Everybody's like, oh, stop whining. Yeah, yeah. It's Imagine other people not whining over not getting millions of dollars that's owed to them. Exactly. What, what are they saying is the holdup? Or is it just like, is it is it COVID related? Is it like, what is the reasoning? I don't know what, what their reason is. And then the, the worst thing about it is they know they have to pay me too, you know? So it's just like, I mean, apparently probably just using the COVID thing as an excuse or shit. They probably ain't got no money to be paying nobody. Yeah. We got to, you know, they trying to build that stadium. They got that stadium being built right now. So Man. all I know is come June 1st, I better have my money. Yeah, I, I think that like, because you haven't filed a grievance or anything yet, right? <laughs> nah, what the thing is, like right now the grievances are on hold. Oh. So it's like you have the team has to set set that meeting up. And then so they kind of got like the upper hand right now because they know all this COVID stuff is going on. So like it wouldn't make sense for me to file a grievance because this spring case won't get heard until next spring. And then once you file a grievance, that just put everything on hold. So it doesn't even make sense for me to like to even file a grievance right now. Do you get you kind of get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think like. 
What I really get though too is, you know, money, especially large sums of money makes money. Yeah. And you're losing out on the opportunity. So it's not like a safe savings account that you're keeping it in. Somebody like you who's active in business and active in investments, that's that's a loss. And you have exactly. things and it's not just about Todd Gurley. Like you have people you pay. You also have foundations you're setting up this year, you're launching that you just launched. There's a lot of use to money that you could put to and like like you said it's this money has for you guys as as uh, professional athletes you make the most money in your career at the earliest stages of your life and that money is now needs to get put on track to set up to last a lifetime and i don't think people always recognize that exactly. so whether they say stop complaining you already have this you already have that of course you're blessed and you're you know you're wealthy beyond means but it still is your money and they should pay you your money Exactly. Like I shouldn't have to negotiate when I should get my money when it's already written. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you already like, negotiated it. <laughs> just follow up on the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel you on that. But nah, it's, it, it is what it is at this point. I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna get my money for sure. So I had to look at it on that positive side. Like your mom always say, "Let go and let God." The Rams, they moved on, you moved on, and they draft a running back in the second round, Cam Akers, who's, you know, going to be filling the shoes of Todd Gurley, which is a tough act. Most people might be like, hey, screw the Rams, screw everybody, I'm going to go get mine in Atlanta and leave a middle finger for LA. But instead, they draft this kid, and the first thing that I see is a message from Todd to myself and Maverick Carter saying, Hey, you gotta, you gotta talk to this kid. You gotta meet this kid, look out for him. And when I talked to you, you said you've been doing that for that kid a lot, just trying to look out for him coming to LA and really wishing him well. And I think that's one, I think that's incredible because you don't hear that from a lot of people in sports. It's a very isolated, selfish game, but you've always kind of kept this fraternity, I know, like I see you and Saquon, you and other running backs, you and there's like this running back fraternity that exists. But talk to me a little bit about that part of it. It's more the same, man. Kind of what I said to you the other day was more just like out with the old and with the new. But like just because whatever I have going on with the Rams don't make me upset or want to bash or or down play another man. You know, he's making his dream come true, just like I made my dream come true in 2015. And they went and got this kid in the second round. So I just want to be able to just tell him or show him early, too, just as far as, like, the way to move. And then everything that comes with L.A. is so much opportunity out here. It's like, you know, even though I'm going to be playing in, in Atlanta, I'm going to still be out here during the offseason because I know the amount of opportunities and the relationships that I had and grew out here. So I want to be able to do the same thing for him, man. He's going to be a running back in the L.A. market. He's going to be scoring touchdowns. He's going to be making plays. So I want him to be able to be on the same type of thing I was on, but even more and at an earlier stage, you know. So it's just like everyone's always talking a big game and saying they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Or it's just about helping the youth, you know, whether they made it or not. Just like when people go back in the communities and do community work, how about reach out to the young guy that's coming up, that's getting drafted or the guy that don't know anything and tell him because he just made his dream come true. So it's just like, why not make this guy even better? And obviously he got to focus on the field and stuff like that. And that's going to take care of itself. You know, he's going to be with 
a great offense. He's going to be making plays. You know, he got JG. He got Robert Woods. He got Cooper Cup. So he got the opportunity right there in front of him. So I just want him to maximize it and, and take off, really. To me, I, if I'm you, I'm thinking, okay, this is my revenge season. This is where, you know, one one club lost lost faith in me. But here's where I'm going to showcase everything I can do. Is that the mentality? I'm not really a revenge type of guy. You know how people always say they want to, like, prove the haters or the doubters wrong? Like, I know what I can do. Like, I've been doing this my whole life. So it's just like, at the end of the day, I just got to go out there and do it. And at the end of the day, I'm going to just look at you like, this is what I do. You know, like, I, I do this on the regular, man. Like, I've been playing football my whole life. It's, it's not no, it's not a test. Like, I know what I can do and I know what I can't do. So I'm more just confident in my ability to just go out there and really just get things done and then just let people, you know, feel bad that they doubted me on their own. I ain't really, I ain't really out for no revenge. But I'll be telling my teammates though that was with the Rams if they see me though, it's it's gonna be bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd. Well, I'm going to let you get out of here because I, I appreciate getting to chat with you and catching up with you always. Like I said, I'll, I'll miss you in L.A., but I guess it's only for a handful of months because you're going to be out here in the off season. I'll probably see you even more now. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back, man. I'll be back for sure. Yeah, and that's that's the funny thing, too. It's just like I know I'm going to have like limited time out here. So, I'm gonna, you know, you got to make the most of it when you come back in town. But, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll call and text you, man, chop it up with you, man, for sure. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank All right, you. man. Appreciate you, man. Stay safe. Tell the family hello. Thanks for listening to Dialed In. For more episodes, subscribe to the uninterrupted We Run This Station feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hit us up on social media at uninterrupted and tell us which athletes you would like to hear dialed in. Talk soon.